Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you. 30 degrees uh, right now. It got down to 26 last night. Yesterday's high, 44. Today should be nice. Um, 50s. Yeah. Yesterday was goofy, too. It was awful. We, mm -hmm. we were going outside to do an uh, interview with Jackson High's coach, and the three of us said, we got to get inside somewhere, <laughs> so we found an indoor spot. Um, but it was cold. Jackson Christian team was out golfing yesterday, practicing. I just felt so bad for them, but hey, tis the season. Yeah, good news. 67 will be the high tomorrow, then 57 on Friday, and then 78 on Saturday and 79 on Sunday. Wow. So just hang on. It's uh, coming. Tonight, rain. 100% of rain, rain showers overnight. If we lived tonight. in Hawaii, we'd have that climate every day. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. It's weird. High prices, too. Very high prices. Yeah. Uh, the mask mandate, uh, it's still causing a lot of discussion and uh, controversy. And yesterday, President Biden was asked, should uh, the ban on uh, face masks, um, should that go, you know, should we have face masks? He said, let people decide for themselves. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. hmm. He said that, didn't he? So the White House will not challenge the Florida judge's ruling um, that would, um, excuse me, that would require masks. Uh, the CDC, they did say, though, that the CDC would be the only thing that could change it back, but the mm -hmm. original ruling was based on CDC evidence, so it doesn't really make much sense to me. Um, but I don't think that it's coming back anytime. You could maybe see, maybe in the winter, we'll see. I know airlines are not going to want to do it um, once they've mm -hmm. gone away from that. Uber announced uh, that you can now ride in the front seat of an Uber, and uh, if you don't the have driver to wear moves a mask. all his uh, macrame and knitting and water yeah. bottles. Yeah, so you can get in an Uber now. I have not been in an Uber since the pandemic. You know, when I saw Uber and Lyft uh, lifting their mask mandate, it reminded me that I've been in an Uber several times during the pandemic. Really? Yeah, because I remember the mask. When, you know, I, I don't think I have. Uh, New York City, uh, public transportation still requiring the mask. Chicago public transportation, Boston public transit, Los Angeles, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, so you fly on an airplane and you land at LaGuardia, you got to put the mask on as you go through the airport. And some people are saying, you know, the airports really are the places where you're seeing more because the filtration system is so much better on the planes. Mm. But a lot of the complaints yesterday about, well, there's a lot of kids who can't be vaccinated. There's a lot of people immunocompromised who are flying. And you're wearing the mask for the benefit of other people, too. So, Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's a crapshoot out there. So it'll be interesting because, you know, the majority of people, if they're flying into a place that does require masks, they're going to forget. I would forget, probably. Um, so we'll see. I'm sure we'll see some uh, YouTube videos pop up from... Uh, some airports where the mask mandates are still in effect. It's interesting uh, when they made the announcements aboard flights that the mask uh, mandate was um, thrown out. Uh, people were whipping their masks off and were swinging them around <laughs> and cheering, cheering as the pilot announced um, one of the safety measures on this flight is no more. So, yeah, that was, probably, that was probably crazy <laughs> to be on that uh, flight. I hope. There was probably someone that uh, it was their first time out of the house in two years, so they probably freaked out on the plane. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think uh, 
uh, my wife has a flight tomorrow morning. I'm gonna, we'll ask her. I bet that there's less than 10 people that wear a mask on the plane. We'll see. I, if I was on that flight, I would be one of them. <laughs> so I could sleep without my mouth, everyone seeing my mouth hanging open. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Jackson College announced that they have a new board uh, of trustee member uh, at a special board meeting on Monday night. The board unanimously voted to appoint Chris Simpson as the newest member of the board of trustees of Jackson College. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah, uh, replacing Ed Mattine. Last week, last Monday at the uh, Board, regular board meeting, Ed Mattine announced he was going to resign uh, immediately. And the reasoning behind that is that someone could be in place and prepared to run for uh, election in November. So Chris Simpson will have to run for that seat in November. The college considered seven uh, people who had indicated they were interested in uh, serving on the board of trustees. Also at um, last week's board meeting, Sam Barnes, the chair of the Board of Trustees, resigned as chair, and um, he had made that um, known, his intention to do that a couple of months ago. That picture of Ed Mattine? You took it. I took it 25 years ago, but he still looks, I think he still looks like that. He does, yeah, I'll see him every once in a while. We live sort of near each other, so we'll have a drag race or something mm -hmm. down the street. Um, but yeah, Dr. Matan, he served on that board for how long? Since 1998. Wow, that's amazing. Chris Simpson, the undersheriff, uh, former member of the Jackson Police Department, had retired. Uh, I think he went to work uh, in Lansing for the um, FBI, maybe? I can't remember. Somebody exactly. like that. Uh, and then was uh, lured back by Gary Schutte to serve as his undersheriff when uh, Schutte won election. Yeah, and Chris is. Uh, very involved in the community, serves on the chamber board. Um, he was a, played a big role in the summit uh, on violence and just really a key member of our community. So good for Chris. Yeah, I think uh, the college will be well served. Absolutely. Um, as was, um, as they were with uh, Ed Mactime. Absolutely. 100% of the trustees on the JC board are alumni. That's awesome. It's pretty it's cool. very cool. Mm -hmm. Adrian College is uh, planning to honor Ukraine President Zelensky with an honorary degree at their spring commencement. And that's, this has become pretty popular. Wow. Uh, Siena Heights has joined them. There's about 17 other colleges um, that will honor Zelensky at their commencements for his leadership. So wonder if he'll come. I don't think so. Noah said, uh, when I sent him the article, he said, thanks for the degree, but, you know, could you please send more weapons? And, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's exactly what uh, the United States plans to keep doing. You know what today is? Today is 420. 420. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I was curious, so I looked up the origin of 420. Would you, like to, hear, would you like to hear the origin of that? I would like to hear the origin. Well, in the 70s, it was uh, coined as a code word. Um, by five high school students in San Rafael, California in reference to 4.20 p.m., the time at which they regularly met to locate an unattended plot of cannabis plants. They called themselves the Waldos. 4.20 has been a representative term the of the Waldos? culture and has even been a clue on Jeopardy. Yeah, two of the guys are still alive, so I guess they didn't like going to the high school football games, so at 4.20 they met up and they tried to go steel pot, so. 
today. And, and now it's, uh, you know, everyone knows the term in pop culture. Yeah, 420, code word for uh, pot. Today, Ben and Jerry is uh, launching a campaign <laughs> to legalize, encouraging people to write to their U.S. senators and representatives to encourage U.S. nationwide legalization of marijuana. Half-baked is a flavor yes, of it is. Ben & Jerry's. And Ben & Jerry's CEO, Chris Miller, said, since cannabis is now legal in 38 states uh, and 91% of U.S. adults support some form of weed legalization, hundreds of thousands of people are still arrested every day for possession and they are disproportionately black. So it seems you can drive around, well, you can't drive around, but you can you know, smoke to your heart's content in Michigan, but you could be in jail in Toledo for, this, for doing what the same thing. What about Vermont? Isn't that where these folks are from? Ben, ben and Jerry's? Jerry, they're, yeah, they're originally from Vermont, are but that? they're now part of a mega corporation, mm -hmm. Unilever. So while they still um, have their Vermont roots and uh, their Vermont uh, sensibility, um, they're start of a big part of a big multinational uh, corporation. Huh. Uh, yesterday was the uh, filing deadline. If you want to run for office this year, you had to file yesterday. And ten Republicans filed their nominating petitions to be the next governor of Michigan. Ten. Really? Does that sound like a lot? Not really. It's a record number. Uh, no. Anyone I know on there? <laughs> no, no one you know. <laughs> no. Uh, most of the people you haven't heard of. And that's uh, one of the issues I think that the Republicans are dealing with. They say, yes, while there isn't any one clear uh, front runner or strong candidate, it indicates that there are many qualified people, um, according to the Republicans, that um, could or would serve as um, governor. Um, so, and here in our, our area, we, Jackson County is now divided into four um, Michigan House districts uh, where all, the whole county is one Senate district, and in all five cases, we have Republicans and Democrats who have filed to run, and in the uh, U.S. House race, we're in District 5 now, Tim Wahlberg is planning to run for re-election, and there are uh, four other people that are interested in the job, too, as well. Two Republicans are going to be um, in a primary uh, against Tim Wahlberg. How about Gretchen Driscoll? Is she running again? <laughs> yes. Really? <laughs> no, no, she's not. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Gretchen Driscoll, after 20 times, decided that, I guess not. Yeah. Hey, Fox News host Jesse Waters, do you know him? I've seen him, yeah. Yeah, boy, oh man, did he do something stupid. He uh, admitted on TV that he let all the air out of the tires of a woman he was trying to date at work. Jesse, that's it. Well, it worked. His now wife, Emma, um, had all the air let out of her tires. <laughs> she worked with him at the time. And, and guess who pulled up right there? Jesse. You need a ride? She got right in. And he tells the story on air. He was married at the time. Um, he was married to someone else? He was married to someone else at the time, and uh, I mean, that's kind of illegal, Jesse. He actually, he was laughing about it. He's yeah. He's proud of it. He, he, he should have said I was joking. He should have uh, said he was kidding. 
But uh, I don't think he realized that, um, <laughs> you know, what he did is kidnapping, right? It's kidnapping. It's kidnapping. Yeah. Technically, it's kidnapping. Well, and it's uh, destruction of property. Malicious, I think you let the ear out of people's tires. Malicious intent to... So, yeah, not a very good look for, uh, for Jesse. I've got another uh, air travel uh, story. Dublin Airport, you ever been? I, I have, yeah. Uh, Dublin Airport uh, last year had 13,569 noise complaints. Oh my People gosh. that live near the airport People that live nearby? Yeah, 13,569. One individual made 12,272 of those noise <laughs> complaints. <laughs> it's the guy that wouldn't sell his property when they wanted to build One the uh, airport. One guy averaging 34 complaints a day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know that guy. <laughs> uh, he lives in Ongar in northwest Dublin. He's just furious, um, but he's been doing this uh, for years. Last year, um, he made 6,000 complaints. <laughs> and I guess they didn't, I think you know, it's like 6,000 wasn't enough, so he doubled the number of complaints. Uh, and so far in 2022, He's already filed 5,276 wow, complaints. Wow, good for him. He's a busy guy. Uh, he probably has my email address also. Mm -hmm. Hey, the Jacktown Vectors, they're heading to Houston. Did you know that? What? The Jacktown Vectors, they're heading to Houston to compete in the first robotics championship. They will join 20,000 robotics students from across the country. This is, uh, this is them on their way down. On a bus? On a bus to Houston. Oh, my god. It's awesome. Those are awesome. We had those in... Uh, those are actually really nice. They have bathrooms on them, and there's TVs all over the place. This was uh, from last week. Consumers Energy uh, took these pictures. This was at the state uh, competition or the state tournament last week. So, good luck, Team Two Six One One. Jacktown Vectors from the Jackson Area Career Center are amazing, and you'll see more of them on. A brand new Jackson show, which premieres on Thursday here on JTV at the district competition at Spring Arbor University a um, little over a week ago. We one of the members sings the national anthem, too. Oh, really? that's right. Yes, one of the members of the uh, Vectors sang the national anthem, um, cool. Miss Riedemann. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amazing. Very nice. Amazing. Very yeah. nice. Hey, today's show is brought to you by... Jumpstart Nutrition and Energy. Jumpstart is a place for high energy and good vibes. We serve delicious protein shakes. Look, I have a couple of them right here. And they even brought I one I get for one you. today? Yeah, you do. Yeah. This is, I have Paradise Punch. And uh, so they serve delicious protein shakes, energy teas, loaded protein coffees, and so much more. They're healthy bartenders keeping you entertained while serving the best to you. They're located at 1220 Parnell Road. It's, these are delicious. And how... How good do, do they look? Oh, this is a nice straw. It's got a point on the yep, end of it. Yep, very nice. I like to put the point up. <laughs> mm. You. Um, oh my gosh, that's so. Risk good. injury if you put the point up, and you already have a sensitive roof of your mouth because so you had good. some problems with Captain uh, Crunch cereal. The well, other day. I had some some hard toast on an avocado sandwich last week, and I'm still recovering. Wow, it's good, right? Jump start. Nutrition and Energy, 1220 West Parnell Road, 
in Jackson. Check them out today. Delicious. And um, I can see why it's called Jump Start because it's like, oh, wow. ready to go. Yeah, it, I, feel, I feel excellent. Should hey. I mix the uh, colors? No, oh. no you don't. I like it. It's mm -hmm. kind of, uh, I don't know, Brandon was talking about um, some of the candies we had when we were little that this reminds us of. It's, this is very cool. Candy. Very cool. Better than my Diet Coke, for sure, mm -hmm. so I'm switching. Let's get to uh, some scores for Extreme Dodge. We've got uh, a few scores from last night, mm -hmm. despite the weather. God, I couldn't imagine being a fan in some of this, watching this stuff. Uh, baseball, Columbia Central 13, or no, I'm sorry, Hudson 13, Columbia 2, Hudson 10, Columbia 0, and uh, Hanover Horton, they beat Lenaway Christian 14 to 2 and 12 to 4. Softball, Hudson beat Columbia Central in game one, 10 to four, and then Columbia Central came back 18-12 in game two. Leslie knocked off Michigan Center in both of their games. Boys well, track. Wait, one, one, one late addition oh, in softball. Chelsea swept Jackson in two games, 15-0 and 15-0. Well, we could have done without that late Sorry. addition. Uh, boys track and field and girls track and field. Chelsea defeated Jackson in uh, both of those, both, uh, both meets. And uh, girls soccer, Lenaway Christian Eight, Michigan Center zero. And that was a cold, cold night for high school sports. So I think the athletes don't mind it. I think it's just people like me that complain and, mm -hmm. you know, the parents and things like that. It is people you know, like dress you. warm, dress warm. Here's what's coming up tonight on deck. And uh, we'll have coverage from a lot of these events um, on JTV later today. So. I skipped something, apparently. Did I skip something? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I... No, I didn't skip something, no, I you don't didn't. think. Oh. Okay. Okay. That's it. We're good. That's <laughs> it. Thanks, Six. Thanks to uh, Extreme Dodge for helping us bring you those scores every single day. More photos from last night's action online at JTV.TV from JTV's Jeff Steers. JTV Sports Crews will be around out and about tonight covering the action. Be sure and visit JTV.TV all the time. Jackson County's number one most visited website. Who's on the show today? Today we have Dr. Austin Brown from Brown's Advanced Care and Dr. Brown joins us after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show. Our show today is brought to you by Printer Source Plus, and uh, they're proud to be named this year's Jackson Chamber of Commerce Small Business Person of the Year. Thanks to Joe, Mike, Pat, and the entire team at Printer Source Plus for helping us bring you today's show. Our first guest today from Brown's Advanced Care, pharmacist, Dr. Austin Brown. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. gentlemen. Nice to see you again. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, so we're seeing uh, cases rise. Uh, people are now being encouraged to get uh, the booster number two, right? That's correct. Yep. Yeah, we are doing the uh, second round of boosters for adults over age 50. Um, 
anytime after four months after receiving the first booster shot you got. So that puts us right around Christmas time for most folks right now. Um, those folks at age 50 and older will be eligible for that. And uh, we are gonna be giving um, some shots at our drive-through clinic this Friday on the uh, 22nd from one to four with uh, our partners at the fire department, uh, police department and Polian, and then uh, Jackson County Health Department. And then we're giving shots at the pharmacies as well. So mm -hmm. here we go again and we're yeah. back at it. Well, yeah, the nice thing is, is um, the, uh, the Napoleon Fire Department, it's almost like that building was designed for a vaccine <laughs> You clinic. are not even kidding about that. That place is fantastic. We love working with them. Yeah. They make it so easy and so, they're just great folks. So who needs this, uh, who needs this booster the most? It's a good question. So if anybody that's eligible um, is 50 and older right now, yeah. um, for people that have immunocompromised conditions, um, definitely good to talk with your doctor about when that is. Sometimes those guidelines are a little bit different in terms of when you could get them. Um, but the interesting thing with the second booster dose is I, I still, the, the recommendation is, you know, everybody should be getting them mm -hmm. and uh, we really want to see that. But for this dose, what we're finding based on the research that we've seen so far, timing plays a little bit more of a factor. Um, what we've seen initially with the data that's been collected so far, this second booster dose lasts about six to eight weeks. Um, cases are going up, but thankfully they're, for the most part, compared to what we've been living in, they're relatively low. We are seeing those areas of the country and the world where that new Omicron variant mm -hmm. is starting to spike again. Um, but for the most part right now, there is a timing consideration. So it's not just a mad dash to the door. Everybody needs to have this because we're trying to mm -hmm. nip this in the bud, prevent High, uh, high cases of illness and hospitalization. So things to take into consideration, um, you know, what is your current health status? Are you, at, are you a high risk person with certain disease states? And that's a discussion to have with the pharmacist or the doctor. Um, what kind of activities now that it's gonna be, think, hopefully warming up, April's not been real great at that, but um, what are you gonna be doing? Spring breaks, just, you know, we, everybody just had spring break. Summer is coming up, vacations. Um, everybody's going to be having those opportunities to have the weddings that they wanted. Mm -hmm. What are the activities you're going to be doing? Who are you going to be around? Is it going to be high, highly populated areas? Um, so timing that out plays a little bit more into play. It takes about two weeks for the dose of a vaccine to fully take effect in the body. So that's something that we're, we're educating patients on right now as well. So yeah. you should look at what your calendar uh, shows and plan to get boosted so that you're covered during your um, high exposure period. Exactly, yep, exactly. So what are you gonna be doing? If that, if you know, we get a spike again and cases go up mm -hmm. around the county again, then it's, you know, okay, maybe it's time everybody hops in and get it. So this one's a little bit interesting in terms of timing because there's not a strong recommendation of if you're gonna do this, do that. If you're gonna not do this and do this instead, you know, this is, we're playing the stock market a little mm -hmm. bit here, so to speak, and you know we're never very good at that. So it's it's really kind of individualized, and that's a discussion to have with your healthcare team. Are you worried at all that uh, older, more at-risk patients kind of just numb to everything now? You know, maybe had their first and second dose of the vaccine, things have kind of cleared up a little bit, and they're just kind of forgetting about everything. Are you worried a little bit about? Uh, that happening in kind our of the, the over it syndrome yeah, a little bit yeah. and yeah and to be honest you know for some folks I don't blame them I mean it's been a lot and um, 
And I can certainly see where somebody could kind of have that that mindset, and you know, I, I would agree with them in a lot of respects. You know, mm -hmm. we're tired too. The uh, the part that I always love to remind people is, you know, it's not just for the benefits of ourselves and the individuals that we are most associated with. The more that we continue to protect the communities as a whole, the the likelihood of the severe illnesses and those spikes coming up again. Um, are, will decline. So it is really this is this is that moment where mm -hmm. we're we're able to all take care of each other, and um, and it's a relatively simple thing that we can all do for the people that are able to do it. I'd, I'd recommend it. It's interesting, I, and that's surprising to me. Six to eight weeks is the 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 effective uh, amount of time that this second booster is. Yeah, that's what we're finding so far. Now that being said, the initial series and then that first booster. They've shown very high efficacy, and so the you know the risk of high illness and hospitalization that really really helped with that. So a lot of that immunity, um, we're still seeing a continuation of that, although it does decrease over time. Hence why we continue to see these booster doses come out. But yeah, for what we're seeing so far, you know we've got a, a two month period where that is um, showing to be effective. I anticipate as things move forward, we will see more. Um, different variations of a vaccine. I imagine that we've talked about this before. I would not be surprised if we see a flu shot mm -hmm. and a COVID shot developed into one product. Mm -hmm. So there's still lots of research to be done and see if we can cover, you know, the variants as they continue to to evolve over time. And there's uh, there's room to sign up. Uh, there is room to sign up. We've got we're slotted for 100 uh, people. I think we got about 35 on the Perfect. book so far. Come out and see us. We'd love to have you. Yeah, I just signed up today. Did you? Because I am. Well, you have some things coming up. Over 50. Yeah, I have some things coming up. I have to go to a, a wedding. How many people? Not have to go, get to go. I get you to go to a wedding. <laughs> You're the poster child for everything I just talked about. Yeah, <laughs> well, and it's actually, it's, a, it's about a 500-person wedding, Austin. Really? 500 people? Is it? Yeah. It'll, yeah. Be, it'll be about 500. Highly recommend your booster wow. shot. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's coming up. All right. Should be fun. That'll be great. You look yeah. excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be great. But I didn't know there were 500 people. 500 mm. people. Well, right now there's already 320 that have RSVPDS. Is, is it a wow. buffet or? No, 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 no. No, this will be plated. Good. I don't want to stand in line. No, no, no. Yeah. Too many people so, for a buffet. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm always the last table. Yeah. Always. What about buffets? You, you, we just don't see those as much anymore. That, yeah, is that like gone? The things that are just going to disappear. I don't know. You know, I've been yeah. at a buffet. I'm, 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 I'm cool with it. But yeah, there's a couple <laughs> things where it's like, is that ever going to come back? Yeah. <laughs> Remember the Wendy's we buffet? We were talking about the Wendy's buffet. No, are you too young to remember the Wendy's buffet? I, I, I was there, man. Okay. I remember it. Yeah, a lot of people don't remember that. That was probably the best uh, buffet in town. They'll, hey, come, they'll, come, they'll come. Buffets are coming back. I hope so. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. We're going to talk about travel right after this break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. Hey, the Al Glick Youth Football Camp is back, and we have a date. This is the third annual Al Glick Youth Football Camp, Saturday, June 18th at Withington Stadium at Jackson High School. All campers will receive a camp t-shirt, draw bag, light breakfast, lunch, special guest speakers, 
and instruction from current high school coaches, former collegiate and professional players. Visit their Facebook page, facebook.com slash football camp to sign up. And this is event uh, we'll be at, and uh, you do not want to miss this. Uh, camp tuition is only $15 per camper, and trust me, you get a lot more than 15 bucks worth of experience and uh, goodies. So sign up for that. It will fill up quick. Dr. Austin Brown is with us from Brown's Advanced Care. And mentioned the uh, travel season is coming up, uh, summer vacations, uh, people having to make decisions about um, their health and travel, their vaccination status, and uh, being tested. Getting tested is a requirement um, for, well, like cruises mm -hmm. and um, some events, concerts mm -hmm. are, yeah. are requiring um, that as well. The home test, we've heard, like, here at GTV, we have someone who went on, was going to go on a cruise at spring break, tested before they left Jackson, got to Miami, tested again, positive, negative here, positive oh, there, no. no cruise. Oh, no. The home test, uh, how reliable? Well, the home tests are, I mean, every test is going to have some window of a false positive or a, or a false negative. So that is really unfortunate to hear that. Um, and a lot, and for that reason, a lot of places are saying that the home testing kits, um, they're not allowing results from mm. those kits. Um, maybe that's because of the, the percentage of the, the false positive rate or, or false negative rate. Um, maybe because uh, they want a, uh, a health professional to administer the test so that the, the reading is more accurate. So those types of things don't happen to people. Mm -hmm. um, and so that is something that we've um, been doing a lot more at the pharmacy, especially with spring break was, was up and people are traveling. We are administering, um, we actually have like a, a COVID travel packet that we can get okay. for you. Um, we have, the, there are two different types of tests and this is also the really important thing to look at when you are gonna be traveling somewhere is what type of test will be allowed. Is it a rapid antigen test, which is the ones that are the over-the-counter ones. You can get those done at the pharmacy and the device that we use um, for you is a little bit different, and the accuracy is a little bit different. Or is it a PCR test? And those are the ones that generally have to be sent out ahead of time. There are some facilities that have rapid PCR testing, but um, that testing result um, is a little bit different, a little bit more specific, but you may have to wait a few days. So the thing that gets tricky with that is mm -hmm. a lot of the travel, they want a result within the last 48, 72 hours yeah. is usually what you see. So how do you time that? That gets frustrating. Mm -hmm. um, so we've been fielding a lot of questions about that. Um, for those that are traveling that a rapid antigen test is allowed, we will administer that test for you. Um, I have a whole sheet of information that is an attestation that the pharmacist administered this test. I verify this person has been vaccinated. We send you a copy of your state immunization record that comes from the state of Michigan. Um, and um, you know, I sign, I sign off on it and say, I saw this person, this is a valid negative test. Here's their immunization status. Here's all their paperwork. Um, we give a copy of our certificate that shows that we're in a, you know, a certified lab facility. So I give you a, a, I give you a little bit That's of ammo. That's a good ammo. way to go. I yeah, give you a little yeah. bit of ammo to go with you. Yeah. Um, so if somebody wants to question you, I give you a whole packet. It goes, no, my pharmacist did this. This is, yeah, this is solid, and uh, I've had nobody have any problems. That COVID travel kit sounds, uh, sounds clutch. And you really don't know 
you know, when you go places, you may think you know what the situation is like, but you really don't know until you get there. I mean, every right. place has different rules. Um, you know, you can travel to Florida and walk into a small business that still requires masks. Right. You just do not know that. Yeah. Um, so you just have to be prepared. Yeah, be prepared for anything. Take everything you're going to need like we still, and this is for, you know, for COVID, take everything that you're gonna need if we were still in full-blown COVID mode. Take it with you. Yeah. You know, it, and then if you, if you don't need it, excellent. We're heading in the right direction. If you do need it, you'll be happy you had it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's just, you know, think, think, think ahead of time and call. Call if you have questions. We can help with that. Awesome. So. There are some places that require uh, masks. In, in, uh, Ann Arbor's, there's several businesses. Oh, yeah. You have to have a mask in order to there, go even in. Even in Jackson's, too. Yeah, Jackson's there's too. a lot of small businesses that uh, do require it. And, uh, you know, travel. I went to Florida at the end of December. And you're thinking, Florida, they're not going to have any policies about right. anything down yeah. there. Well, the property we stayed at was owned by Disney, and it okay. was probably the most mask-intense place I've been since the pandemic. So, mm -hmm. again, you just don't know what you're walking yeah, into. Yeah, do your homework on it. And then, you know, outside of COVID, you know, vaccines have been on the forefront of everybody's mind. Depending on where you're going, especially if you're traveling internationally or other areas of the world, are there other vaccines you may need for protection? Um, you know, I've been seeing patients coming into the pharmacy that are traveling to South America. We have people um, back going to Africa, um, different places of the world where you might need other vaccines to uh, protect you from things like typhoid or um, malaria, traveler's diarrhea, you know, all the fun ones. Ooh. So um, yeah, we have a consult service where um, you come into the pharmacy, tell us where you're going, what you're doing. I'll sit down with you. It takes about 30 to 60 minutes tops. Um, I'll take a look at your itinerary. I will put my recommendations together. I will send them to your doctor. The doctor will send me a prescription if I need it. I will give you all your shots. I will get you all your prescriptions and off you go, have fun. Sounds like the way to do it. Nice. I don't think Governor DeSantis has oversight over the Disney. Well, he's trying to get oversight <laughs> over the Disney, so we'll see what happens. That, yeah. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Appreciate Always it. Always a good time, gentlemen. Dr. Austin Brown. Uh, we're going to preview a downtown event coming up next on The Morning Show. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. The Morning Show today being brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings, located at 2105 West Michigan Avenue in Jackson. Now in their third generation as a family-owned and operated business, they take pride in helping people furnish their homes with quality, comfortable, brand-name furniture at affordable prices. Our next guests on today's show have an event coming up from the DDA, Corey Mays, and from Nevermore Decor, Briston Bam. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well because the sun's out. <laughs> right. and, uh, Beautiful. For people that walk around downtown like the four of us, we're, we're ready for some nice oh, weather, yeah. aren't we? It's beautiful. Yeah. Just what we need. So what do we have going on? We've got a spring fling. We do. It's going to be great. It's a really great uh, shopping and food truck event coming up on uh, Sunday, May 1st. Good food. Good, Good nice. food. Good food. Yeah. We, second annual. So it's a great chance for our retailers to kind of organize and get together and uh, do some uh, sidewalk sales. We've got about 20, 20 plus uh, pop-up vendors coming, anywhere from soaps and candles to uh, 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 active wear for women and nails and you name art, it, we've got it, stuff. art, cookies. And they're going to be inside and outside the yeah. store, so it'll be all over. Yeah. How, how's, uh, 
how have things gone with uh, your store, Bristol? Oh, well, so um, this is actually our first annual for us for the yeah. Spring Fling because oh, we, have, we weren't here last year. Yeah. But uh, um, it's been great. Uh, we had a blast the first, you know, 2021. And then January hit and it was dead. But we expected that. Mm -hmm. And it's been growing since. So it's been, it's been good. It's a lot of fun. And always like downtown turns into this large marketplace for these events, Corey. Well, and that's what we're going for, right? We've got these beautiful streets, great parks. We've got lots of good angled parking spaces and big spots where food trucks can park and people can congregate. So it, it works really, really well. I think some people feel like, uh, oh, it's, it's too spread out. It's not one central block, but we really like it that way. We've, we like that we've got retail and restaurants kind of all over. It just, it forces people to walk around more and see things maybe they wouldn't normally see and check out, check out all sorts of really cool blocks instead of just one main drag. And that's one thing we tried to work on this time too um, in the planning of it is we spread the vendors out and we spread mm -hmm. the food so you can go and find it. And not everybody's like stuck in one big line anymore. Yeah. That'll be, uh, it'll be a great kickoff to uh, downtown, but it's going to be... Uh it's going to be a record summer this year, isn't it, Corey? Oh, <laughs> last summer, we felt like, hey, we, we can have some events again. Right. And it was, it was like you're getting back into the swing. We had some cruddy weather days, but we saw good crowds. And I think this year, in talking to you know, the people we're talking to, we're, I think this is really going to blow us away. I think, I think people are going to be ready to get out again, uh, ready to come back to the things that they're used to doing. And, and even last summer, we saw a bunch of new folks, new faces we hadn't seen before, mm -hmm. a, re a really good, diverse crowd. Um, and I, th I think this summer is really going to blow us away. I ended up buying some art from uh, one of my friend's mothers that I didn't even know was an artist <laughs> at that. So that was pretty cool, too. You learn well, new things all the you time. You do. So now your store is known for constantly changing with the yes, seasons. Yes, we do change like all that. the time. So what, uh, what can people find uh, at Nevermore? So um, Karen actually specifically asked me to bring this in, um, no but it's not the right one. Um, <laughs> you guys have a Jackson one with we the do. coordinates, and yeah. it's really neat. I don't know which camera I'm supposed to be pointing at. So here it is. Yeah, um, but uh, this one in particular says Clark Lake, and it has the uh, um, coordinates on it. So we get them custom made from a company who um, do whatever place and coordinates. Super neat. Um, we've had several people order from Clark Lake. We've had some Wolf Lake. Um, Gregory Lake and Concord even we've got one for yeah. it. So it's been, cool. it's been really neat. You can yeah. hang it up on the wall or set it on a coffee table. Either way. Yep. Like. So yeah. that's been fun. And since you know summer's coming, the lake is a blast. Very nice. Very yes, ours cool. says Jackson, yeah. but our uh, coordinates are different. It, they are because yeah. it's a different spot. <laughs> <laughs> and these are available nowhere else. Right, they're just just here at our store. Um, another thing too I brought in um, today uh, was we like to you know change all the time. So spring wise, um, pillows are fun, but not everybody changes all of their pillows every season. Yeah. So these have been a huge hit Little because pillow. you can just you can store it easy when you're done with it, but. It adds a spice, a little bit of little lemon perfect. to it, and you're good to go. Yeah, you just lean so, that up against your regular yeah. pillows, and all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. or it's good for throwing yes. it. Uh, you know, great for pillow fighting. It is a good yeah. pillow fight <laughs> pillow. It's like a grenade. That's Absolutely. Now you're, so, uh, you're yeah. a new, newer homeowner. You probably need some Nevermore decor in that <laughs> new home. I'm pretty sure my girlfriend picked up four Christmas pillows. She, she's and they a, just magically uh, appeared on the couch. I'm like, what is this? She's a shopper. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, real quick from the neighborhood, we'd like to ask you to slow down when you're driving through there so fast, Corey. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just some, kidding. I'm just some kidding. days, it's just kind of gotten... <laughs> Those roads are narrow. You've got one more thing. Oh, yeah, the last thing I brought... Um, we carry baby toys, um, but we just got in with Haba as well. Okay. Um, our neighbor sells Haba for older kids, and she asked, hey, can you kind of fill in the gap for us? So we talked to the Haba rep, and these are horribly popular. It's a little... Horribly? Like it's so bad. Is it like popular. a fidgety? <laughs> yeah, it's a, like it's a, a little popper. Toy, and 
It's rubbery. You can oh, chew yeah. on it if you wanted to. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of fun for the kids. And oh, find stuff. something that your kid will hang on to for an hour and a half without Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Kids love the uh, fidget things. They do. They yeah. love them. We so have more than I can count in the house. It's ridiculous, but people love it. So. And then, of course, yeah. um, bow and arrow creations. Yeah, you've got the hats. Got me, and, got me hat. and what's funny about the hat is uh, I bought it so I wouldn't have to do my hair every day. It's like, I just, you know, I don't want to have to do my hair at the store some mornings, and I wear it. But so many people have asked for it. Yeah. So we started carrying it in the store. And uh, Bow and Arrow Creations, um, uh, uh, Lumen area, that's from the Lumen area, not Luminary. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they, uh, they made the hat for me, and yeah. it's like, I didn't realize it'd take off so well. So it's cool. now we carry their hats, too. It's cool. They're right here in Jackson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the Lumen Make area. a lot of great yeah. earrings. Uh, <laughs> yes, we've got a lot of those earrings in the house. Very, Very popular. Cool. Yeah. They make the uh, Bright Walls. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, they do great work. But uh, I didn't realize it'd be a thing that people would want a Nevermore Decor Store hat. Yeah, that's cool. They do, so. <laughs> so if you don't want to do your hair, that's do a, a hat. That's a good way Perfect. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Corey, what are you most looking forward to uh, as we get into this summer? And I mean... Again, it, it does look a lot different than it did last year, even though we were we were really excited last year. Um, what are you most looking forward to? I mean, I love a good classic car, don't get me wrong. Um, but for me, maybe the food trucks this year. We've got at least, we keep a massive food truck list, probably the biggest in the county, I think. And we've got half a dozen new trucks alone that have really? come online in the last couple of months. And they're great ones. A grilled cheese truck, a new, a new barbecue truck. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and these will even be at the spring fling. Melted the new uh, grilled cheese truck. Yeah, grilled grilled cheese, cheese yeah. truck. Yes. Grilled cheese, grilled sandwiches. I um, think they were Grilled cheese Royal. is a grilled sandwich. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were in Royal Oak uh, a couple weeks ago. Someone sent me a picture. I, it's a Jackson, Michigan. Highly recommended. We've got a new vegan food trailer, Cravable, which is really exciting. A lot of folks here in town are always looking for uh, kind of a vegan option, and there just aren't very many to go around. So that one's uh, brand new one for us. So I think, I think getting everybody out on those Tuesdays in the park, live music, cornhole tournaments, um, food trucks, it, just something about it. Just bringing everybody together, uh, it's a fantastic thing. So just being outside in the summer, enjoying the beauty that we've got in downtown and, and seeing people come out again and really feeling like we can get back to what, whatever normal looks like. Downtown has a lot of choices in terms of uh, shopping and Indeed. dining. Uh, your store, if you've not been in it, check it out. It's in the uh, Jackson County Tower building downtown. And every time you pop in, it, it's different. Things are they're flying off the shelves, but we're also um, looking forward to uh, some new, new neighbors of Nevermore. We're going to have uh, uh, the Blue Julep relocate to Michigan Ave. That's right. If you've uh, walked down Michigan Ave right next to Bella Note there, you've seen the work happening. The floor is done. The uh, the ceiling is done. The electrical's just about done. I think she's got a plumber in there today. She needed a, a new water heater, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, Laura Laura Davenport, uh, it, the owner, she's really excited. I think her uh, target is um, April 28th to open. Mm -hmm. So she's right around the corner and uh, probably bad for me. That's a block I walk on often, and that means I'm going to be buying a lot more cupcakes. Will uh, she be open on Spring Fling or no? Uh, we'll have to check with Laura on that. I don't know. But I, I do know that if I walk by too many times, it's going to be really bad for my waistline. So no-bake cookies are unbelievable. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure she's going to have a line of sugar-free, fat-free, really, really healthy. S no. No, no. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or have you tried the drizzle popcorn? The caramel no, chocolate drizzle popcorn. I have not tried oh, that. I can't get past the cookies. I love the cookies. Yeah. Uh, she'll take the little bags of popcorn she'll carry about once every couple weeks. and they're just, I walked in one day and she said... Uh, 
you really think that stuff is good? And I'm like, are you, are you kidding? <laughs> is there anything you make that is not incredible? So one of my favorite spots. And super excited to have her on Michigan Ave. Great, yeah. uh, great new spot for her and, uh, and great to add one more, one more to the block. So. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us and we'll look forward to seeing you May 1st at the Spring Fly. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thank you. From Nevermore Decor, Briston Bam, and from our DDA, Corey Mays. We'll be right back to wrap up after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. Hey, an event coming up to support the Jackson County Animal Shelter is the Bark and Brew presented by TAC. And it's Saturday, May 21st from 1 to 6. Your birthday. My birthday. There's going to be uh, food, great prizes, and a doggy talent show. So 1 to 6 at <laughs> Keeley Park at the American One Event Center on Saturday, May 21st. Bark and Brews. A doggy talent show. Doggy talent show. Nice. Hey, Michigan has another claim to fame. We are home to uh, a man who has the world's largest tongue. That's right, tongue. This uh, gentleman in Battle Creek, Ugh. Dante Barnes, was awarded the Guinness World Record with the largest tongue. The circumference measured at 4.8 inches. You know what his nickname is? <laughs> <laughs> Old Big Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Licky. <laughs> wow, good for him. Good for him. I like his sweatshirt. Nowhere to go. He's very popular with the ladies. We've got Ford Mach E is um, not available. Uh, they've stopped taking orders because they can't make them fast enough. They are no longer available. It's a very popular 2022 Mustang. Maki, would you like one? I would like one. It's electric. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I want, uh, I want an electric vehicle, and I'm starting to come around onto those now. So, um, so I think I'll probably have an electric vehicle before you do. We all will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, hey, tomorrow we've got a great show: the return of Dr. Donna O'Neill, and I have a lot of questions for her. So uh, we're looking forward to seeing Dr. Donna. And then we'll have Jonathan Marowell, who is the uh, new superintendent from Jackson Prep and Early College. So uh, we'll have them with us tomorrow. Yes, brand new. Um, brand new. Uh, is it headmaster they call him at JPEG? Uh, possibly. Yes. Possibly. Uh, superintendent. That's what I have, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, do you skip ahead on Netflix? Uh, skip intro, skip intro. Yes, I do skip intro. Skip intro. Netflix having some bad news. Uh, their stock dropped 23% after they announced yesterday that they lost subscribers for the first time ever. Well, they raised the price. That's right. What do you expect? Um, but they released um, some figures that said the skip intro button is pressed 136 million times a day. Wow, it's amazing. Skip intro. I uh, saw a report recently that uh, over 20% of Netflix subscribers share passwords. Um, so that's probably causing some of their downfall as well. Whenever they figure out how to stop that, I think they'll uh, make some more money. 
Well, and you know that um, someone's using your password because you get these emails from Netflix and says, mm -hmm. do you want to keep watching such and such? It's like, keep I'm still watching. watching Netflix from uh, Betty who stayed at the same vacation house a week before. Someone's right? using mine in Florida That's right now. Right. I don't even, they, they, what can you do? Uh, later today, Jeff Beal, Jessa Petri, Bruce Innocencio, Corey Sweeter, and Audrey Maurer all lined up for this afternoon. We'll see you then.